Before getting into today's episode, we'd like to thank Mac Performance PT for sponsoring the Walk-On Pod. For more on their services and contact information, click the link in our Instagram bio where you will be led to their website. Mac Performance PT, helping Sacramento athletes live life without limits. Thank you for tuning back into the Walk-On Pod. Uh, if you're watching, as you can see to my left, uh, I have Jared Waters, and right below me, I have Tommy James Ball. Uh, I am, of course, Luka Dolovich, and uh, boys, welcome, uh, welcome to the late night recording tonight. Um, I, I will be the first to say I'm exhausted, and but we're here. Wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now, uh, except for on this Zoom call with you fellas. Uh, how are we feeling? That's how. Um, okay. Jared's got a doing. beverage in hand, man. It's feeling good, apparently. It's, it's Not feeling a, good. It's a recovery beverage. Adult apple juice over there for waters. That's the, good. Uh, Sparkling I cider. A, I mean, it is the holiday season, Jared. I like the Martinelli's you got going there, man. I mean, I haven't got more than four hours of sleep in probably three weeks. So we'll have a fatherhood episode one of these days. Um, yeah. That's all we don't want to hear all that. Kids, we don't want to hear all that out. <laughs> that's that's all kids. we're here for. I'll, pro- so. I'll probably go to jail just based on that. No okay, see This is bad. Dude, this is not good. Dude, moving on to the scouting report. Nay's going to have a field day with that. Nay's going to have a field day with that. that Dude, I'm, I'm ready for it. Bring it on. Okay. Anyways, this is right. Tommy's right. Let's see in the scouting report. Tom, uh, you know, we'll let you start. Who are you starting this week? Who are you sitting this week? Uh, what are you seeing that you like? What are you seeing that you I don't starting? like? Who am I sitting, man? I think I've gone back-to-back starts my last two. I don't think either of them panned out the way I wanted to. So let's go with a sit, man. I'm sitting Steve Kerr. Mm. I'm sitting Steve Kerr after he benched Ouch. my previous start two weeks, three, maybe it was a month ago. Moses Moody. I started Moses Moody because I thought Moses Moody looked good. He'd been playing well. Last night, I'm sure we'll talk about the game. Moses Moody's got it rolling in the fourth quarter, scores 11 points in the first five minutes. And Steve Kerr placed him on the bench and didn't get a lot of scoring after that. Kings were doing a good job double-teaming Steph, getting the ball out of his hands, making somebody else beat him, and nobody else did. Guy had the hot hand, and Steve sat him down. Warriors aren't playing good basketball right now either, and I think Steve... I think Steve just needs to do a little bit better of a job. A little frustrated as a fan, but that's okay. He will be better. He's a he's a legendary coach, but I'm sitting him down. Sitting him down for the week being. That's a. I feel like that's a bold sit. I don't. I yeah. mean, I, I I'm not I'm not, not too tapped brand, in with the Warriors. Yeah. yeah, I'm not too tapped in with the Warriors fan base, but I'm sure you're not the only one calling for this after after last night. So yeah, I'm, sure I'm not. It, I'm not asking we, for Steve to be fired or anything, but I think Steve needs to. He needs to look in the mirror, and there's guys that are playing well that aren't playing. Um, I mean, let's just—I mean, let's just stay on this topic because you know this is perfect. Um, that game last night, I saw the stat was uh eighty percent more viewers than a typical nationally televised game during this part of the season. Um, now is that in-season tournament or is that Kings Warriors? No, any any nationally televised game. No, I'm normal. saying I'm saying why is that? Like, is it because oh. it was the in season tournament, or is it because it was the Kings Warriors and they've you they've had some great games in the last? I want to say it's whatever both because there was there was definitely a decent amount of hype built up to what the like 
how much they needed to win by or how much how the Kings had to win to, or lose by a certain amount and then what the Memphis or uh, Minnesota game did. And so I feel like there was a decent amount of buildup with that. And then a thing that I also realized last night is the way that sports fandom is now and social media and everything, yeah. a game viewership can change from literally one media timeout span from how many people are watching it just based on the tweets that are put out. And then you go to your explore page and what's, what's trending Draymond greens on the ground. What's going on in the Kings Warriors game. Let me go to TNT. It's a national, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. it's so easy now for like word of mouth to spread about if a game is good that I think that that also contributes to it a lot. But with that being said, it was a playoff atmosphere type game. I think, I think we would all agree to say that. I think the yeah. the thing the thing that I that's starting to happen is which it's cool to see because we haven't seen in a good amount of time at least in the like they're starting to become like real like not rivalry is not the right word but there's like real competitiveness like the whole time like yeah. all the games have been competitive all the games have been good like the the Kings finally like like got one like they needed to win that game like like they were taught like Stan Van Gunny was talking about it on the broadcast, but like they literally needed to win that game. Cause like if they would have lost another one, uh, like Oh, and three, like, I feel like it would have been like became bigger than it really is. And Cause like, I don't think fashion to it. Like it would have been a- extremely like, I don't, I don't even know the word for it, but yeah. it would have been so close to climbing the mountain again and then just yeah. falling short. Like, like if they had been, lost, um, a yeah. microcosm of what the big picture of it all was. Yeah. If the second half went the way the first half went and they had like they lost were getting in that banged. fashion. They were getting yeah. banged, bro. Like if like they had there's lost no way and, the Warriors should lose that. If they had lost and lost the in season tournament bid, that would like Jared said, that would have just become a much, monkey. Yeah. a much it bigger was... deal than it really is. Like they would have been saying the the Kings can't beat the Warriors, blah blah blah. Like it would have and obviously yeah. obviously the Kings can prove they can but like yeah yeah it was good it was good that they got the win yeah because it would have been like it wouldn't have been indicative of like the king season but like mentally in the back of your mind like it will eat at you you know like we should have like and plus like yeah like you said with the end season tournament everything else like because they were getting waxed in the first half like 24 i think like it was bad like it was like but then the warriors just like did warrior stuff so like that happens i was gonna say the old warriors like that's that looked like 2014. That looked like yeah, but that looked like the 2013 Warriors is what that looked yeah. like. That looked like that, that, that looked, looked like the Spurs bad. series. That looked like the Spurs yeah. series, and when they were just so, starting, get up big and blow it. But I think it's also good though, like because because that creates uh, that creates better drama, right? But it also like oh, man. it just it's it's good. I don't know. Like obviously, I I root for the Warriors, but it's good to see like that friction. Like we want competitiveness, you know what I mean? Like so, that's what we got. And fire, like, like pretty, real yeah. fire. Like you, yeah, you don't like, get that type of passion out of a regular season game in November. You know what I mean? Like yeah, uh, it was a great game. Whether and I, and I do think it's all things encompassing. Like I do think the in season tournament is. I mean, you you take a team like the Kings, that like quite frankly haven't won anything basically ever, right? Like obviously we won the 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 Kings won the division last year and everything, but that's not like. You know, like that's that's a, that's saying. a that's a regular season good good job award. Um, yeah, this in season tournament means something. Like it's it's a yeah. proof that you can win something that whether people like it or not actually means something. And you can see all the teams in the league are buying into it now. Like all like all these games have a little extra 
like fire behind them. And so I think part of that seeps into it as well. Um, but yeah, it, 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 I think, oh man, there's there, the, the Twitter conversations about the Warriors today was pretty, pretty hilarious. Oh, we're recording this on Wednesday. So it is the night after the game. Yeah. Should put that out there. Um, there was there's um, a lot of I mean, a lot of Clay Thompson talk, a lot of Draymond Green talk. I'm just happy to see that Andrew Wiggins had a great game. I feel like Played that's going to be right. that's going to be big for them. And and the other thing too, like if we're being like always being honest about everything, like like the Kings won without Keegan. Like that's a big deal, yeah. you know. Like Keegan didn't play. Sasha like, Sasha like stepped Sasha up stepped time. up. Like and he's been kind of like a laughing like been a running joke the season like they've been trying to pull him along it feels like yeah so it's like it was huge for him in that moment i'm sure his confidence is super high now uh which is awesome for him but like to win that game without like keegan you know who is probably your third or fourth best player uh trey lyles came back and played really well and contributed which like i think he's going to be huge for them in the playoffs just for like the way the matchups and the small ball and all that like i don't know sabona's still scared to shoot so that's going to that's going to continue to manifest, but then Draymond still does dumb stuff all the time. So it's like, that just doesn't stop. I mean, like the the technical foul is crazy though. (laughs) That was crazy. Like, what are we going to do? I'll say this. Yeah. Draymond also was literally just bullying that ref. And it's like, dude, something was going to give. Like, I don't think he should have gotten teed up for what he did. At what point do you stop? At what point do you look in the mirror and you're saying, yes, I get it, Draymond Green. You're a passionate person. You're not going to change. You're demonstrative. That's who you are. But at what point do you just look in the mirror and say, I just need to calm down just a little bit? Like, why is he Why is he following the ref down? You, well, then, you guys, like, after – You guys saw what he did? He fouled the shit out of Malik Monk <laughs> right and then stared the ref the down. And then stared the ref down. It's like, we... what are you doing? What after they'd already doing? shot 24 free throws in the Draymond. quarter <laughs> – yeah, yeah. I just couldn't just... believe it. I'm just watching this like, like Dre, you gotta calm down, man. Like you gotta calm down. It, it's like it, it's funny because like, uh, they were talking about a little bit on the broadcast. This is the last thing I'll say about is like, they just don't have the room for air anymore to have all those nah. antics and like, like Draymond signed his extension. It's fine, but like, like you know, deep down they're probably thinking like, oh my gosh, like we can't, we can't do this for three more years. <laughs> it's literally not sustainable yeah like we can't we're not good enough to do this like katie is not walking through that door we can't just not (laughs) like we can't just just, put up with this stuff it's just so unfortunate because he's still so good defensively but like that the the act and the it's just it's just like dude when is it gonna stop when is it gonna stop um but yeah overall Uh, great game great game and so another game i want to talk about this is a big time win for them. Um, another another game I wanted to talk about, um, and it goes along with the theme of the the teams buying into the in season tournament. Um, the Celtics game last night, Celtics Bulls. Um, did we see them intentionally fouling Dream or uh, Andre Drummond when they were up thirty already because they needed to uh, eclipse a certain point differential to advance? Yeah, that was funny. I did that's, not see that, but that's actually that, hilarious. It's yeah. actually crazy. He missed all of them too. Missoula and uh, Donovan had to like he like pulled him aside and told him what was happening. But like it, it, it comes to a point where it's like okay, they're not disrespecting the game, and if we're gonna do this point differential thing, like this is the way that it's got to go. Like they had a win yeah. by I think it was like twenty six or twenty five, and 
if you have Drummond in the game that you know it's going to be zero points possession back to us, that's just coaching. I mean, yeah, I was well, I wasn't going to say coaching. I was game, saying man. that's just that's just like be a better basketball player. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you've well, been in the league yeah, for either. twelve years and you still can't shoot free throws. Like, bro, that's just literally your job. Well, and it's like the Bulls are like the Bulls right now. Like, yeah, they're so it, bad. They're, they're so like the bad. Like, the they gotta right like now, literally dude. like blow it all up, dude. Like, I think they like. I mean, they have to. I mean, it, but you know what? But to to their to their um, credit, like Lonzo changed everything for them. Exactly. But, like no Lonzo just changes everything. And and and, yeah. I, and I'm glad like people are starting to give him that credit and stuff because he was an elite perimeter defender before everything mm. started. Dude. Bro, he like, was playing he so good. and he shot. He, he shot forty one percent last year. He shot well. And like he he brought like extremely like gifted passer still that like yeah and you put Caruso around him who's also like a hard nosed dog worker like he just made Demar and Zach's life so easy so easy yeah so oh, it changes like, dynamic like yeah tenfold. like hit so like it's tough yeah to see, honestly no it is because I mean you think about it a year and a half ago or yeah I guess maybe yeah, two years ago. It they was, were the number the one team. Yeah. They were number one team in the West in the East. And like, an they exciting were... watch. It wasn't just yeah. like they were winning games like like the old Hawks. Like they were yeah. an exciting watch. Yeah. Like Lonzo was dope, Crazy man. I, yeah. Well, and then on the same note, like look, Melo messed his ankle up again. He's out right. again. So, so unfortunate, man. Because those two are yeah. box office, bro. Yeah, Melo yeah. was hooping too. Melo was yeah. hooping too. Hooping, bro. Oh, yeah, hooping. Tough, it's it's definitely tough. No, but I, I wanted to bring that part up because they were talking about it after the broadcast with Candace Parker. She was saying that she would like to see the tiebreaker in the in-season tournament go to standings in your conference versus the point differential, because then you could now yeah. cut out this type of basketball that might be happening. And it allows for like, so they were saying how the Thunder and the T-Wolves are the two top teams in the West and neither of them are moving on. It's like, if you want to, see the best teams play against each other at this point in the season, that's probably a better tiebreaker, uh, you know, yeah. differential. Uh, and no, I, uh, I don't know. I think the point differential is better. I think it brings a different aspect to the game. Because yeah, it's definitely like, interesting. It, it keeps it exclusive to the in-season tournament. Rather yeah, than, exactly. Yeah, like, standings no, like, is going to help in the long run for turn for playoffs yeah. and all that. Because then you're bringing in the other wise. games that have variables, right? Exactly. And, exactly. and not necessarily to bring it back to the to the Warriors Kings game, but Candace also had a good point about after the Steph turnover and Malik Monk three, she talked about how Draymond was pushing the pace like to go get a bucket super quick. And right. she's like, did that have to do she's like, was Draymond pressing the issue because he he was thinking about scoring the points? Or like she's like she's like, cause that's not something that would normally happen. When you turn the ball over, you're only up three points or whatever it was. They were up. I think it might have been one actually. It was, it was one. He turned yeah, over and it was one. And then he just pushed super quick for really and no reason. The ball through over, another yeah. through another horrible turnover. And so it just makes it interesting. I don't know. I mean, they're not guys but aren't I, used to it clearly. And and I think I enjoy that part honestly because it's yeah it, it changes. It's a it different the dynamic of the game. We haven't yeah. seen that before in these regular season games that you are now seeing is bringing that intensity. So I it's like it, as much as it might be gimmicky, the like Elam ending right in the in the tournament, right? Yeah. Like that's just like a totally different thing that's off the wall, but like it kind of works. It's exciting. It is yeah. exciting. Like it, it, like you said, if Draymond was pushing the pace cool. for that reason, cool. I think it's. Cool. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, no, I think I think they should just keep it as it is. Like yeah. keep the Who knows why he was better. doing that, but Candace, yeah. it was a good point. 
So yeah, I mean, keep it as it is. We might need to cut the. Courts and now it's out. gonna get interesting. Vegas, right? Uh, yeah, no, we can get rid yet. of the courts, bro. Like the courts. Yeah. yeah, I can. The courts, I'm good with. But. I mean, you can put the you can put the trophy in the middle still, but I don't I don't need to see yeah. the the bright red court. I don't need the racing the, stripe. Baby I'm blue court. I don't know. Some of them look yeah, okay, it's just, but it's super even... odd. Super odd. And the yeah, jerseys yeah. are so bad. Like ugh, jerseys yeah, are bad. Are good. The next one is the only one that's good. T-shirts on. Uh, so right, real I think break. I think we were doing. I think we were doing the scouting report. We were. We were. No, that was that was okay. good tangent. Good. Good. Okay. Uh, is uh, good Lucas? Do you want to go? Or you want me to go? I can go. Um, All right. Let's I go. have one that. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and start. Uh, Jordan Hawkins. Um, he he had a quote that came out yesterday. Oh, I read. That. I actually yeah. saw this. Where, this was awesome. Where where he was talking about you know in in this and I felt like it really aligned with what we talk about a lot. Um, he said, you know, there's only so many James Hardens, there's only so many Kevin Durant, there's only so many Zions, he said his teammate, obviously, uh, in the world, and that's not how you make it to the league. Everyone can work their way to be a 40%, a 39% three-point shooter and learn to defend, and that's how you're going to make it to the league. And I feel like that's just like that, – that is perfect. Like, mm-hmm. he's doing really well. He's filling a role for them. He's playing well. He's all, He was on a national championship team last year. He could very well come in as a rookie – feeling like he's the man, feeling like he's owed something, all this. But instead, he comes in, he knows his role. He's trying to fulfill it to the highest, and and he's doing a really good job of it. You're finding that the Pelicans advance in this in-season tournament. He's in the rotation. He plays an integral part on the team. Like, this is something that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about a lot, and I feel like for him as a rookie, as young as he is, to to be able to articulate that and, and say that with confidence was pretty impressive. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and he give him He shoots the lights out, man. I think it goes back to the same same old thing, like, bro, middle, like, end of the lottery, middle of the first round. That's where you find the gems, dude. Really, we talked about him during the tournament last year. I was gonna say he was a he was a pretty predictable gem, dude. He looked so good in the tournament, and like, and and it was it was like UConn, like, and it was just it was skills that you just mentioned, Luke, that translate. Like he was ripping off multiple stagger screens, not moving or not not stopping moving, like going from the wing to the corner, back to the other wing, move, hitting movement threes. Like, it was clear that he was going to be a good nice. player. <laughs> efficient, efficient score at that level in, in important games for down mm-hmm. the stretch for UConn. Like, that, it, it showed that he was ready for the next level. But, yeah, I thought it in, like, the, the clip was circulating and stuff, and, like, for good reason, obviously. But uh, I, I really liked it. And, you know, I was a fan of him uh, after watching, you know, his run and, like, the way he plays and everything, obviously. Um, but that that made me even like him even more. So I feel like you know he's got a bright future ahead of him. Yeah, it's just awesome to see somebody that that age that's still self aware. Right. Like we talk about right. like like bros like he's gonna make a lot of money and he's like good with that and like being like, playing I a do role two and like yeah. really well and like watch yeah. what mm-hmm. I do with it. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, he literally well, said I don't dribble. I don't need to. <laughs> Yeah, because they were yeah. talking about the question like arose or like in the middle of one of the questions, he said like, yeah, we were watching highlights from one of your like, I think he had like 18 or 20 or something. And, and he had like, like four dribbles, dribbles, right? Or five yeah. dribbles. Yeah. Yeah. And there he was like, I don't need to. Like, that's not what I'm here to do. Like, that's that's impressive. Yeah. I think it's mm-hmm. also good. Like, it, it's cool. Like when like he just fits well around the pieces they already had. So it's cool when yeah. like the GMs like do a good job of like recognizing that. Right. Cause like someone yeah. had to, someone in the Pelicans had to be like, Oh, he's going to fit perfect next to Zion and Brandon Ingram. 
Like, right. Like he's going to play well with Valanciunas. His two man game is going to be nice. Like, yeah. you know, so. Oh, it was impressive. I really like that. Um, so <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like I wanted to bring it up and what a better time. Nice. Good one. This week. Right, very good one. Um, I'm going to have a start this week. Uh, my start is the Marquette university basketball team. Mm. Um, I got a chance to watch them in person uh, a couple times last week and yeah, they get, they're the real deal. They're, I love, they're, I love Igadaro's push shot. Yeah. Love they that. like, they have, they literally have everything put together. They have one really good big and they have two or three super doggy guards that just get, sit down and defend and like are tough. And then they have Brady Kolick, who's like, he's literally left-handed Steve Nash. He's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and like, so they have experience, it's, it's, they have age, they have, uh, and then they have like some shooting. Where I don't want to be, I don't want to be. Did I say it wrong? I don't want to be Luke here, but isn't it Tyler Kolick? Tyler, if I said, what did I say? Brady. Oh yeah. Get my names mixed up. Yeah. Tyler <laughs> Kolick. Um, yeah, no, I, they're just super impressive and it's cool. I, I, there's an article that's out on the ESPN right now. Talk about how Shaka like built the team from the ground up. Like literally they were bad and, and then he brought them back to prominence and it's, it was just cool to see like how they responded in like moments of adversity. Like you can tell, like not only are they older guys, but they also like play for each other, which you just don't see too much in college anymore. Like you look at these teams that have like a lot of McDonald's all Americans or they have like younger guys or they have guys that are one and done's and like, they just kind of don't, don't mesh well together. And I think uh, it takes time to build chemistry and it takes, again, like self-awareness to like, there's a lot of times the thing that I noticed the most was that uh, Kolek is like reigning big East player of the year, uh, probably the best passer in the league in the nation. And, but like, he didn't like, like fiend for the ball. Like he would get the ball up early. He would like let other, the other guards handle the ball, initiate offense. And then vice versa, like, other guards, like when they need to get into something, they would give him the ball. Like there was like a like distinct, not pecking order, but like res- like mutual respect between the guys. Whereas like you don't see that really ever because it's like, hard to find. and I think guys, that, I think guys that are starts really, at like, the top, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it, it was just really fun to watch them. And even though they lost to Purdue, I'm pretty convinced that they're the best, like best overall team. Like no one really has an answer for Edie. Uh, he's just like, He's just so big, and, and that, he just wears you down. Cool. I mean, I mean, we saw what happened last year, obviously. Yeah. But like teams like that, I feel like are the ones that end up doing really well in March because yeah. you get those type of losses out the way. Now you work out those kinks, but like you're saying, yeah. the blueprint is there to like a successful college basketball team. So yeah, it's just cool. It's just cool to to watch like dudes that like really like we're playing play for each other and like it's just like it sounds corny, but like good like camaraderie and stuff like that and. Yeah. <laughs> and not having egos. At least it doesn't seem like they did. supposed to be about, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's corny. I think that's yeah. um, So that's my start. Well, correct me if I'm wrong here. Marquette was the one that had a dude that did the, the Steph Curry turnaround shot in Hawaii, correct? Uh, uh, he boom. Turned yeah, I think that player. was um, – I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. Pretty sure yeah, that was him. All right. Yeah. I, I like that too. Good for them. That's confidence yeah. too. You gotta love that. Yeah. No, nah, they were they were they were fun to watch. They were fun to watch. Yeah. That game no, that so, game was really good. 
I, I texted a couple different people during that game. Like this is, this is yeah. some high level. This is some high level basketball going on right yeah, now. Yeah, they really should have won the game against Purdue. They kind of blew it, but yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. But Edie's Edie's big, and Purdue guards hit some big sh- hit some big shots. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's my start. I don't like it, it Aaron. Good, good basketball good. in full swing right now. Um, so you know, can't ask for much more out of basketball fans. That's for sure. Um, no, but fair. fellas. If we have nothing else to talk about, we can go ahead and get into the starting five. How do we feel about that? Mm. Yeah, I'm let's, good with it. Let's dance, All right, Jared. Man. Um, this That's was a Jared Waters. Here. Yeah, this was a Jared Waters starting five. I'm gonna let you. I've really go been on and... fire lately. What do you mean? I've been coming up with some good ideas here. Oh yeah, no, this was a good one. This was a good one. Um, I'm gonna let you explain it, and then uh, there's you know potential that I will add some uh clarity as well. All right, we'll see. so this week. <laughs> Our starting five is starting five NBA players you can't stand. <laughs> now, if I can't stand, I want to specify we don't mean the worst players. We don't mean like the most like the dirtiest players or anything like that. Just guys that you're just like, God, man, I can't stand watching that guy play. And like, just like in, you know, the walk on pod is not about uh hatred you know no no, yeah, no one's sure. going to say you hate them you know obviously no. there's, there's there's a respect level for where these people are yeah in, we're not demeaning the them as yeah exactly at all it's but you know it's just like from a personal opinion standpoint for yeah. some reason exactly yeah this is like the really what really grinds my gears of nba players essentially NBA players yeah style. yeah essentially that's a good way to put it um i am pulling up so correct me if i'm wrong i think we I think because we're doing an early recording that our stats from the most recent one are still the most recent one because we recorded late last week because wasn't when we talked about it with Dave, I think we were on the brands one still. So yeah, I don't think no, we have our a brand, stat we're right on now. brands. We don't have the, we did not, we do don't have Dave's hair. The, the yeah, hair is not, not yet. Up, yeah. Um, I know you probably think you won that one. <laughs> Jared, so you can go ahead <laughs> the brands? and pick the order. No, the, we know who won the brands. I was last week. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, who won that one? I can't remember. I'm I old. did. <laughs> Even the walk-on? Yeah. I was coming in strong on the week. walk-on. I know, but we I don't literally know. talked about this last week, man. People okay. don't want to hear this again. <laughs> um, But like I said, you probably think you won the hair one, so you can go ahead and pick it. Uh, I don't know if I won the hair one, but uh, give me a – I want to do this. I want to go – I want. I'm going to go first. And then I'm gonna go Tom, and then Luke can hit the turn. All right. Okay. Because I never go first, and I just want to yeah. get my get my piece off real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I do uh, have a question. Yeah. Um, one of my players, I don't think he's currently in the league, but he was in the league for the last couple of years. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, as long as he I had a, a league career, I'm. I, I don't think any good. of mine are in the league still, so, actually. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I might have one, but yeah, okay. no, Mine, that I'm, that that's fine. Mine is a little <laughs> different because, like, I think he's I think he's in Europe now. But okay, that's fine. Yeah, no, no. As long as he played in the league at some point, as long as. Okay. Yeah. All right. So at my point guard, um, not only did I feel like this guy stuck around the league for way too long, and like solely based on him, like his pedigree, based on other people's achievements, and I just like. I, I don't know this guy cheap shot fouls all that stuff like i just and his bald head man i just couldn't stand it uh give me Derek fisher 
I cannot believe you took Derek Fisher, bro. I have Derek Fisher as my point guard too. What? How can there's you not no take way. Derek Fisher? Bro, there's no way. I thought like that was a good pick too, man. Because <laughs> oh my god. I don't think I can change that because there's too many childhood accords that he struck for me. Bro. Yeah, like, Derek Fisher's terrible, bro. I could not That's stand that guy. And you know, hey, can I can I pref- can I can I add to this real quick? Sure. Because this sure. part is the funniest part of it all. After all the stuff that happened with him and Matt Barnes, he is now coaching Matt Barnes' sons. Yeah. At Crespi. Crespi High School, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's actually hilarious that this guy, Matt Barnes, I can't stand him. I can only imagine how Matt Barnes feels. He has to sit in the stands and watch this. Yeah, I'm surprised they still go to Crespi. They transferred there late, actually. They were supposed to go That's to a funny. That's funny. Um, yeah. All right. So that's my point I guard. I like that, Sorry, Jared. Good point guard. We'll see if Luke keeps it. Mine, my point guard. Uh, this is this is the pick I was actually just talking about. This guy in the league for I think I don't know if he was in the league last year, but it was definitely like twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one. Played for a good team. I just I just hated the way he played basketball. I mean, he was a hard nosed defender, but I felt like he was just doing a lot on the defensive end, fouling a lot, and just kind of an ugly game in my opinion. Obviously, he's a good player, but. I just didn't like it. I don't – I've got Facundo Campazzo here. Played really? for the Denver Nuggets. Played for the Denver Nuggets. I just hated his game while he was I on the Nuggets. Him. He was like jogging him. out there, and he was just pissing me off. And I don't really know why, but I've got Facundo Campazzo at the one. <laughs> I like that. That's I forgot about him. Yeah, I think, he's, I think he's back in Argentina now. Just – Hey. Being a hometown hero, so good for him. He was nice. He was nice. He was a bucket. Yeah, he's a good player. He's definitely a good player. He had like the full court bounce passes. Yeah, dude, he was just ugly. <laughs> the two hands. Like you know who? Throwing. You know who he reminds me of? Who was the point guard for the Lakers in the dog days yes. when they had like Robert Mar- Sacre? Marcelo Huertas. Yes, right? he, him. They, they. Yes, bro. Those yeah. two like feel like the same player to me for some reason. Yeah, that's super fair. <laughs> that's super fair. Um. Yeah, I'm. I have to keep Derek Fisher at the point guard. Uh, and it's 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 more for the reason. Yours is of, personal. It's yeah. I mean, I was growing up a Kings fan. The amount of like ugly jump shots I had to watch him hit in crunch time, either against the Kings or against other teams, that like you didn't like the Lakers if you were a Kings fan growing up. And it's just like he just he will always like that shoulder shot put jumper hitting clutch jumpers will always just be ingrained in my head with him wearing that yellow lakers jersey and it, it bothers me and like like you said whether it's because of his championship pedigree or what like the guy was around forever and he won and so like obviously he does a lot he was of like hanging well. on with the thunder for like three more years like bro, the thunder wasn't he on the jazz for a little bit before he was on the jazz, jazz for years but for t- saying, okay like, so i want to make sure that we don't like we're not he went to the Jazz for a specific family reason. That's why he went Which, there because he was with the Warriors I, I, too. But yeah, like he, he only went to, he went to Utah because he had there was uh, some family stuff going on there. So I respect him for that. No, I I that's the thing. I don't think I even hate like I don't even think I'd not like him. It's just the fact that I have to. The, my thought whenever I hear Derek Fisher, it's him hitting shot just, put jumpers in the yeah, clutch. Vendetta, we, call we call those vendetta jays. We call those vendetta jumpers. Like, it's like, bro, the the it just bothers me, and I don't even. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't like him. It's just that, like, I that's what I think of when I hear Derek Fisher, and it just yeah. is gonna bother me forever. So that's that's why yeah. I have him at the point guard. Um, at the shooting guard, at the shooting guard is another player that, um, I actually 
he when I was super super young, I think I might have had his jersey. I I actually really like this player. You um, can't stand him. <laughs> I don't like him because in the past few years he's had some interesting remarks as a commentator that like or not even a commentator an analyst I think is probably what his title is that just make me like question like what he actually thought of himself as a player. I have Wally Zerbiak as the shooting guard. Oh, oh wow, like, yeah. With the stuff yeah, he says some Halliburton. Yeah. It's just it kind of bothers me because yeah, I actually really I mean, liked that him. Was a horrible take. That was that was a really bad take. This guy is arguably the best point guard in the league right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it, yeah. it, 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 he was saying this wannabe all star. Like it's just it bothers me because it it, it it feeds into the like people make fun of like oh it's old head culture that oh you weren't playing and you know what I mean and like I don't I don't enjoy that that bravado and that nature of analysts talking so like he's he's bothered me in that sense but like I said when he was a player like when he was on I'm pretty sure I had the Timberwolves white jersey with the trees around the arm sleeves Wally Zerbiak jersey when I was like six years old because he was tough he was a bucket so like I mean it all comes full circle it's tough because yeah I don't even it's funny I have him on the list for reasons that aren't really basketball related just him talking out of his ass yes, yes. <laughs> just being like, an idiot on TV. Good look. yeah interesting so yeah give me give me uh wally world at the, at the wally world nice where's waldo my two the guy i've got here i think this is probably a pretty popular one my reasons for having him on this list probably aren't the same as everybody else's reasons my reasons for having this guy here is the fear the fear he struck my heart when the Warriors would go against him in the playoffs. I've got James Harden here. And that's because that guy, that guy, I don't know about you, Jared, but he he was so freaking annoying because he was so damn good. So and look at him now. That's why people don't like him now. But Yeah. Uh, my shooting guard, this guy was actually, like, significantly hated around the league in his time. And, like, I think it was well-known. And it might still be one on. He's probably the dirtiest player, if not the dirtiest, one of the dirtiest or the dirtiest of his era. Um, yeah, this guy just like, I was glad that Kobe used to fry him because they used to make him seem like he was a good defender. And he was just like, he was just dirty, like kick and do weird stuff. And he was like the first person that like stepped underneath shooters. So I know Luke wouldn't mess with him, but uh, give me Bruce Bowen. The shooting guard. Yeah, he's can't, definitely on it. Can't stand voice. that guy, man. Like, like he, yeah, I don't hate him because I didn't play against him. But like, if he tried to like roundhouse kick me while I was shooting, then I probably would hate him. Um, he, he to me falls in the category of one of those guys that you probably hate playing against, but love having on your team. The Matt Barnes uh, style. Yeah, like, like you just Tony Allen. He riles people up, but if you have to go against him, you hate him. Yeah, like Kobe. Like they made him seem like he was a good defender, and Kobe fried him all the time. So it's like. <laughs> Like, yeah, he wasn't really worried about Bruce Bowen. Like him and Shane Battier, they used to make it seem like, oh, those guys are Kobe stoppers, and Kobe would just fry them. So that was funny. Battier, that's a good name. Yeah. Sorry, I Mm -hmm. hope I'm not taking anybody else. My bad. Um, (laughs) Okay. Now, at small forward, um, this was in the time – this guy was really good in the time where NBA basketball was shifting from – playing like slow mid post, like more shooting mid range jumpers to like space and pace and shooting threes. And I thought this guy was really good. And I thought he could be really good. Like, like 
he had all the makings to be like LeBron, not that he would be LeBron, but like same body type, all that. And this guy would just take the worst shots. We used to call, used to call him tough twos. Um, so I couldn't stand watching him. I think he was an overall good player, but uh, give me Rudy Gay at the small four. <laughs> could not stand watching this guy shoot tough twos. Like yeah, guy would have a wide guy would have a wide open three. He would do three jab lift fakes, and then he'd take two dribbles and dribble into the defender, and then shoot a jump shot just to do it. You know, <laughs> yeah, what, just what, to do it. Rudy Gay in like two K eleven was the greatest player of all time. So good, bro. He's, he's crazy. So elite. Like he's literally built like LeBron. Like he has LeBron athleticism, and he just like bro. Well, because I think like, in two K too. They would they would combine that athleticism with his frame, and then his like contested shot making was probably like a ninety five. So like yeah, tough twos, say- man. It's tough twos. He was so He's nice in two K, bro. Yeah, he was so that's nice. Funny. Yeah, that's yeah. It's a good pick. Yeah, Rudy Gay. Tough twos, man. Yeah, I thought he was gonna be a warrior this year. That was gonna be that was gonna be funny. That would have been full circle for you, Jared. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, that's my three list of warriors that Jared loves. Yeah, my three. I've 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 got. I think I've got all current players on here. So keep that rolling. Um, this one's pretty simple. I mean, he's the self-proclaimed villain of the NBA right now. I've got Dylan Brooks at the three guys. It's pretty obvious, but I, I hate watching this guy play basketball, dude. I mean, not only does he, I don't have some ugliest, games where he's cooking. Like, not he's only like, does he have the ugliest jump shot I've ever seen. But I mean, he just doesn't shut up and he doesn't care. And it's like good for him. I'm glad. But yeah, he's annoying. And yeah, you're right, Jared. He has some games where he gets to the rack and is getting and, buckets. And, and I don't get it. Bro, the thing is, the thing is too, like, bro, you're I know you're not alone in this opinion, but it's working. The Rockets are winning games at <laughs> the Eme, bro. Eme. I know. Eme. It's, it's coach, working. Yeah. So I think Eme. but like you got it. Like he plays a role in that. Whether well, like, well, and here's what I'll say. Here's it's what I'll crazy. say. Here's what I'll say. I I hate his game, and I I don't like. I cannot stand him. Right on par with the starting five. He's a he's a good player. Like let's let's. He he does. Yeah, he's he not. Does the he's things, not like yeah. He does the things that nobody else is gonna do, and it it works. And honestly, I kind of, I don't. I I kind of like what he's been saying about the Grizzlies. I say I can't stand Dylan Brooks, but like. He he's saying how they were blaming everything on him, and now they're the dumpster fire. Like, good for him. Like, he, <laughs> he he does things. He does very productive things out there. It's ugly as hell, and he's annoying, but it works. So, it's I mean, I think there's always like there's always gonna be room for one of those guys. You can't have yeah. too many of those guys. You can't be the Wizards, but like, <laughs> like you can have one of those guys. Yeah, uh, Dylan Brooks, um, man, Dylan Brooks. My my small forward small is forward. someone that. My small forward, I know I said that, um, is is gonna be someone that this name with there it, it, like the betting odds for this name to be said in this segment was probably through the roof because there's no way anyone else thought of this. Um, I really did not like watching this guy play basketball one because I don't think he rarely ever played in real game situation and two every single time he was highlighted, like I just didn't think he like was a basketball player. Um, and I have the human pogo stick, Jeremy Evans, uh, slam dunk champion as my small forward. I don't Random. know this guy. Random. No, bro, he's one of those guys that I think 
would be the greatest volleyball player of all time because all he does is his little two-foot load-up jump and dunk it one-handed. I've never seen him do anything else. And so he's in a winning slam dunk contest and like human pogo stick is a crazy nickname, right? I'm like, crazy. yo, he does one thing on the that jazz. Doesn't and, even, he doesn't and then like play. he would average two points a game. So it just bothered me, man. I was like, what is like, I just don't understand it. And then like he won the slam dunk contest and nobody knew who he was. And they were like, oh, you guys got to see his YouTube videos of what? Of two foot jumpers? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah, I just I, random name. I know very random name, but he just. Yeah, you know, that's nice. a great pick. Great pick. I like the pick. Pick, um, <laughs> my four. I'm going to keep my four pretty simple. Um, You can't deny his greatness and what he's done for the game. But my God, if I hear him say the conference of champions one more time, I swear <laughs> I, I will lose it. I have Bill Walton at the four strictly because I can't listen to him. Uh, call. A he's the worst. Game ever. I do not watch UCLA my. games. I, He's dude, the worst. The conference of champions, dude. Shut up, my God! Like, <laughs> I cannot take him, bro. I cannot take him. But like, like I said, one of the greatest college basketball players ever, uh, like undoubtedly. But my goodness, we can get him off the mic, please. Like, just stop. Dude, what you have to do is get him off the hallucinogenic drugs. Is what you have oh to get. Yeah, good luck. He talks about he runs away from talking about the game. He's talking about everything but the game. But the game. Hey, yeah, he's crazy. I don't know. He's yeah, hilarious. I don't, I don't know what kind of vegetables he grows in his backyard, but they are unbelievable. Oh my goodness, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, walk on pod. Uh, ex guest Brooks the Bishop loves Bill Walton. That's important. That sounds. Right there, that actually but... makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but yeah, give me Bill at the four. All right, Tom, yeah, who you got at the four? Ugh. dude, I hate watching this guy play basketball. And I know Luke loves it, and it just pains me. I've got Sabonis at my four. I mean, I can't stand watching him play basketball, dude. It's such an. Uh, it's I so don't know ugly. if I like that thing. dude. I'm sorry. I mean, he's good. It's like I've said with all my guys; they're good players. He does good things out there. He just throws his shoulders into the chest and just bangs. And it's just, I just hate it. I just, I just, I absolutely hate it. I think it's such an ugly game. I don't know. I don't like him at all. But sorry. I'm sorry, Luke. I, you don't have to say sorry to me. You're, again, yeah. I, you're not alone in that opinion, I'm sure. Yeah. I just, well, I, 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 like I said, I went with current players here and, and he, he just comes to mind right away. Just, not an aesthetically pleasing game. Besides his passing, that seems nice. I'll give him that. But I think that's a lot of the offense. Uh, yeah. So can't stand watching him hoop, man. Well, it's safe to say that I have the worst four of all the fours in the group. So I feel really uh, confident. Like skill level, <laughs> like at all down the line. Like you just look at all the attributes. Like my guy is taking the cake on being the worst. You got Chuck um, Hayes or what do you? <laughs> oh shit! Shots I love Chuck Hayes, man. That was my dog. Uh, uh, no, this guy is a thousand times worse than Chuck Hayes. I know Chuck. Chuck's oh, awesome. Geez. Chuck is a dog, man. I love him. Chuck's awesome. Uh, shout out Chuck. Um, no, this guy. So. You thought it couldn't get worse. Like watching him play basketball, you're like, God, bro, like, why are you out there? Like, you it couldn't get worse. And then for some godforsaken reason, ESPN decided to put this guy on TV. Oh. And when I tell you that this guy is the worst person on TV, like this is saying, like, with Stephen A. Smith in the same like building, 
Like this guy is a thousand times worse. So give me Kendrick Perkins at the power <laughs> forward. That's so funny. I love Kendrick he's, Perkins. So he's the much. worst. Big Perk, man. Shout out to Perk. Bro, Look, he's the I, worst. He's, he's the I hate worst, his tweets. But I love I it. hate his no, he's he sucks. He's so bro. funny. He's so he funny. There he is. Oh he, my god, he sucks. So and when he says that video like, of him dribbling is amazing. Bro, what is what is his catchphrase? He has a catchphrase, carry the hell on. Oh yeah. my god. Carry the hell on. I want you to carry on into traffic. <laughs> oh my god. All right, who's Damn. your five? That's crazy. <laughs> That's uh, so bad. Now at the center, this is a friendly fire. Um, but I just had to do it because like back to what we were talking about before. Like we thought Drummond was bad. This guy was bad on biblical proportions when it came to being at the free throw line. Um, he played for a great team. He played in a great era. But, like, for the love of God, Andres Biedrens was a, was a <laughs> yes! first-round draft pick. Yes! And this guy broke the record for the worst free throw percentage oh on a season. Gosh, yes! And I Andres kid you not, Biedrens. you can look it up. It was 16%. Go, man. 16% the go, from the free dude. throw line. And like, Stain. he did Stain other things fine, but like, bro, it was like, oh my gosh. I was like, dog, this is terrible. This is so bad. This is like Tristan Thompson and Dwight Howard and Andre Drummond like rolled into one. It was yes. so bad. Dude, you just inspired me to pick a different center, and I'm going to rock with it. So like, Andres Biedrens at the center. Dude, I love you, but for the love of God, get better at basketball. Man. So, now I'm going to hop in here. I had I had a different pick. I'm not going to pick him anymore because Jared just enlightened me. Ugh, this guy gave me nightmares for an entire summer. I've got Anderson Verajao at the center. This guy checked into the NBA Finals Game 7 in 2016 and panked the entire game. Bro. And watching him hoop that entire year was horrible for me. Just just horrible for me. I don't ever want to watch Anderson Verjao play basketball again. You want to know something about Anderson Verjao? I'm going to go out and say it right now. Top five screen setters of all time. My <laughs> goodness. Have you ever watched Anderson Verjao set some screens? Yeah, he I is, did for an entire bro, year. Bro, I'm telling – but that was kind of – I feel like that was at the end of his career. But to your point, this guy, when you're talking about – when you're teaching a big how to set a screen at the correct angle to get either the ball handler or the shooter or whatever you're setting the screen for open, he knew how to manipulate his body in such a way to get that exact – angle correct every single time my goodness it is something special so all you look yeah. all you big men out there if you want to watch some film on how to set screens go ahead and watch now, one person is gonna Anderson watch that Berger. yeah that's one good person. Teaching, give me though. give me that's Zaza, good basketball give me teaching. Zaza Pachulia over Anderson Bears out any day yeah Zaza had the between the leg pass yeah that was a dog We're, we'll get to Zaza in a little bit um but my center um <laughs> my center uh I left him off of my hair list he was a close – he almost made it on the hair list. But I think my center embodies delusion in the NBA. Um, I hated watching him play. And uh, the, forearm shift to, the forearm shift to J.J. Barea uh, on Father's Day. I oh, my God. Him. Give me Andrew Bynum at my center. <laughs> I, I was I was not an Andrew Bynum fan at embodies all. Embodies delusion. 
Bro, do you remember when he? I I don't remember. He, he said he was the top center threes. of all time. Yeah. And, oh my god, bro, what are you doing? And then he came out with the crazy hair. That's why I almost had him on my hair list because he had the bowl cut. The fat Albert. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the fat Albert. <laughs> um, and then yeah, I mean, and then like you got the dirty plays, like the forearm shift. That like I I genuinely remember sitting there at the old house watching it, yeah. the whole family just boom, and I was yo, what are we? doing like this is crazy yeah, JJ Gray, like, of all people yeah like, that's a defenseless low guard <laughs> yeah come on man oh uh, give me that Andrew was Bynum the implosion the of the lakers that was crazy yeah um and then yeah my walk on you guys just leaked it but it's fine i got zaza Pachulia, and I, I i can show you the list right now i dead ass had him as no, i believe you i believe you i believe um, you and, and, and it's funny, you talked about going under shooters. I think, you know, Saza had a very poor reputation for landing under shooters because of the Kawhi did. thing. And, and and my goodness, you talk about nightmares. The amount of nightmares I've had about that is innumerable. So uh, give me Zaza at the walk-on. Yeah. yeah. Nice. It's fair. Good pick. Uh, my my walk-on It's another guy. Similar to to Mr. Compazzo at the one. You know, he had a stint in the NBA for a little while. He's not here anymore. Yeah, some might say he was decent on the first team he was on. Uh, we got Brad Wanamaker. Brad <laughs> what? Brad, Those are Brad crazy Wanamaker. Shots. I love crazy. Brad Wanamaker. He Brad played for Wanamaker. Yeah, he played for the Warriors and he was terrible. Dude, <laughs> he didn't do anything productive for the Warriors. <laughs> Brad Wanamaker, you know. He was nice at Pitt. Yeah, hey, good. I like him a lot. Good guy. He might have been like 27 in college. (laughs) I don't know, man. Just don't don't love his game. Don't love his game. This is before the wave, though. This is before the COVID wave. Got Brad Wanamaker. Uh, Uh, That's a, a, uh, I don't know how I feel about that pick, but I'm not mad at it. I feel like he was a stand-up guy, man. I don't, I didn't know people. I know. It's nothing against Brad, man. It's nothing against Brad. I mean, Sure, Brad's a great guy. It is. Sure, Brad's a great guy. But this is more of a this is more of a pain pain correlated with a a bad season of Warriors basketball. And Brad Wanamaker's getting the brunt of it. You know, I could have said said Michael Mulder or someone else like that, but I I don't know. You put put Anderson Verge on there too. Like I feel like this is just like I literally guarded Michael Mulder last night, Tommy. (laughs) Did you really? I swear, yeah, he's I, he, he's on the the Memphis hustle last night. Michael Mulder, Michael Mulder might be the best garbage time shooter I've ever seen. That's insane yeah. that you just said that name. He actually shout out to Michael Mulder. He holds the Sioux Falls franchise record for three pointers. Actually, so he yeah. has a clip. I mean, Michael Mulder can, definitely the has guy a clip. can fill it up. Wait, so if you so That's side funny. note, side note, Tom, if you had to pick, I'm going to give you three here. If okay. You had to pick between Michael Mulder, Brad Wanamaker, and Kyron Bowman. Who are you picking? Oh, I'm taking Kyron Bowman every Kyron day. Kyron Bowman of the week, was a dude. legend. What are we talking Sky about? Sky Bowman. He was a dog. I mean, he he was throwing the he was throwing good ass lobs to Keys too. Give me Kyron. That's Bowman. not true, but <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> All right, Jerry. That guy Bowman, was th- no. that guy was throwing floaters to the left side of the rim. I mean, are you like... who are you taking out Yo. of those three? I'm taking Kai Bowman. I'm taking Watermaker easily. Oh, no. no. Oh my oh, god, I'm god. taking Wanamaker. You're crazy. <laughs> I'd take Kelly Oubre so before I take Wanamaker. Kelly Oubre is so Yeah, why Kelly Oubre can't? Yeah, why is he can't? What are we doing? Why you just wait? Kelly what? Oubre was one of the worst basketball players I've ever seen in the Warriors system. He just didn't shoot forgetting? threes well in the first two months of the season. 
yeah, there was a lot more than that. But... Oh man, so this is this is sick, man. this is so, this is tough, man. I I have two here, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I'm I'm really stuck. This is one of the tougher decisions I've had to make, but I, I feel like I have to do it. I've been on brand. I I can't I can't fault like I can't go away from my roots and. I walk on as another warrior, current warrior, but like I gotta go, Chris Paul. <laughs> oh, this guy is so. Dude, I couldn't no, do it, dude. I could. I wanted to do it so bad. Can, I couldn't do couldn't it. You couldn't even dude. get it off, dude. That's yeah, I gotta go, Chris Paul. Like, bro, oh, like, dude. The thirstiest of thirsty for assists. Bro would hold on to the ball for 23 seconds of the shot clock just so he could throw a lob DeAndre Jordan and get oh, an God, assist. Oh, God, baby. Yeah, I hate I'm that. A Chris Paul fan, man. <laughs> like, like, oh man, like, like we better, and, we better hope that this episode does not get heard by some of these people because my goodness, yeah, man, we're trying to build good rapport over here in the in the, in the podcast industry. I mean, <laughs> it can be, hey, you know what? Like, like it's all love. Like at the end of the day, like, hey, man, it man is, to man, gonna, I I, I rock with you, bad. but like. Like if Derek like, Fisher wants to come on the walk on pod, like no, if we ever wanted Derek Fisher no. on the pod, I'm it's say never no. gonna happen. I'm not even <laughs> Two of us yeah. have him on the list. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'd be willing to let Brad Wanamaker on the pod, but you know. <laughs> I already extended an invite to him. That's why uh, I saw that you said his name. Yeah, Chris Paul, man. Uh, like they're actually and the crazy thing is the Warriors are actually playing him and Steph are playing well together, but like he just got hurt again yesterday. Bad, yeah, uh, like, like nerve injury or something. Like, dude, like, either play or just give it up. Said, yeah. rip the bandaid off, Mike. Yeah, this is, this uh, is sick. I'm speedy, on, speedy recovery to you, Chris. All right. With all that being said. Hopefully this doesn't. Hopefully this, doesn't hopefully this doesn't affect my uh my next time out on the golf course. Um, but you know whether you like it or not, I'm gonna get my 50 chips tonight, and you can call me the bad boy of golf. But my fan base gonna do me right. Bad boy. Thirty second timeout pause. Your fan base gonna do you right. My fault, man. It's the too late to be recording a podcast right now. Gosh. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, you guys, you know, hopefully is, hopefully might be hopefully right these now. guys hopefully these guys don't listen to that episode. You know, it's no disrespect to those guys as basketball players, but poor it's men. all love. If anything, yeah. they have real estate, you know. That's yeah, yeah honestly. <laughs> honestly, yeah. If you don't have a hater, if you got haters, you're doing something right. So yeah, people hate on Steph Curry, man. Like, how do you do that? It's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, Facundo Compazzo, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It's all the no, other guys not. on the list. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, appreciate all the listeners, man. Another episode in the books. This is a funny one. I hope you guys enjoy. As always, these are your favorite walk-ons, and we're walking out. <laughs>